Welcome to the Gain, Grow, Retain podcast. We're starting to try and figure out how do we leverage Pendo uh, a lot more just during, so we use that as a, um, as a tool. And so like during our onboarding process, you know, we're trying to understand how can we do that better uh, and making sure that we're thinking about onboarding people versus implementing or configuring a tool or product, um, right? I think those things need to be, make sure that those are separated. And sometimes I don't think that's always true. So uh, it's definitely something that we're thinking about. And then the office hours concept, uh, yeah, we're trying to steal one from our own playbook here. Like we're trying to bring office hours to our customers um, and start to do a weekly call just like this, but uh, you know, geared towards what they're going through and, and some of the topics they have. So um, I definitely think that's uh, something that we're gonna try and do. Um, Julie, looks like you're your hand raised. What was, what was something you're focused on or that you guys talked about as a group that would be interesting? Hi, Jeff. Yeah, well, just to Alex's point, that must be a common theme because in, in my group, we talked a lot about that as well. Um, kind of that those training gaps and, you know, whether or not you, what your onboarding process looks like, but also keeping those customers engaged, like further down the line. And with COVID, some of the customers have kind of not been as, gay in, as engaged um, or maybe there's some people that you've lost along the way, especially if you have a large book of business. Um, so we talked about, you know, doing some more personalized reach out, such as using video. That's something I want to personally work on um, in my new role is having some more specific video reach out to customers that just make it a little bit more personalized, maybe, maybe give them some golden nuggets of information in that video that will kind of get them to engage more and maybe want to sign up for additional training um, to learn more about different features perhaps they haven't been using. So again, we were talking about, you know, just that further engagement and keeping, keeping those customers to continue moving them through the cycle, keeping those wellness scores healthy um, and just keeping that more proactive approach as opposed to, you know, oh, we're, we're, we, our wellness score is slipping. And so we need to reach out quick, you know, and, and um, try, to, try to fix something, keeping them engaged the whole way through. Yeah. Um, I love, love that you guys are, multiple people are talking about this topic. This is great. Um, I'm getting some more ideas uh, and things that we're thinking about too. Like, you know, back to your um, point there too, Julie, like one of the things that we're looking at right now is how can we start looking at trended, trended data for our customers in terms of their outcomes. And, um, you know, obviously we're a community company, so we have a lot of data points that we can look at. And so what we're trying to figure out is, you know, how do we start to notice if those things are taking a, a dip in the wrong direction? And so immediately have a reach out, um, some sort of best practice, things that we notice that they can be doing better. Um, and even like you mentioned, how do we, we're starting there, but then how do we start getting ahead of that um, in the future? We're also having some specific reach outs from our training team. So uh, just reaching out to customers who maybe are about to go into a renewal or who just came out of a renewal uh, and trying to invest time in those um, in those accounts and make sure that we can actually have some specific follow-up from a training team that we have. Um, so that's another element that we're, we're trying to bring in as well. Uh, Gabriel, looks like you got your hand raised. Yeah, I'll say first that Julia has one of the coolest accents. It's like American and from New Zealand all put together, right? <laughs> um, but uh, so we, we talked about a ton of stuff in our group. It was really cool. Everyone just kind of shared what they were, you know, uh, being challenged with or thinking of for the next year. And um, there was, I think uh, several of us, uh, more than half of us were thinking about uh, transitioning or not transitioning to new roles. And, you know, I think 
that pandemic and the financial instability of that kind of just uh, is something that's on everyone's mind of should I look for a new job or just I feel like I'm in the next step of my career and you know what should that look like whether with this company or another one um, and so we talked about hiring processes and recruiters and how CS gets clumped up with five or six different roles at times and you know a few of us saying that we're account managers and support and sales and uh, onboarding and training so we yeah we chatted a lot about that and it was pretty neat to see a similarity in issues and um and yeah i, I specifically just spoke about uh, trying to finish up our, our health score and segmentation before the end of the year uh and and then analyzing myself whether i want to stay with this company for in the next six months or or transition but very very neat conversation yeah i love that um kind of near near and dear you know obviously thinking about roles, positions, uh, something that we get asked about a lot in our community and, and, you know, actively trying to find a creative way to help, help along those lines. But uh, I think it's interesting what you mentioned about, you know, how these roles start to blend together, the more uh, that you start reading job descriptions. And I'm sure as you go start looking at things, you're, you know, you start right. seeing things called different things. And at the same time, they're lumping other, you know, they're lumping things under there and you're kind of like, well, what is this position really? Like, where are we going to be focused? Right. Um, and and the takeaway is, I would say, meet with other people in this community because I've been doing that and others in the group had been doing it. And it's just so, it's just awesome to get the insight and advice and feedback from other people that are either going through the same thing or have gone through the same thing. There's a lot of richness in that. Yeah, definitely encourage that too. I I, um, I try to have a couple conversations a week with somebody from our community and I learn something new. Um, I see different businesses. And so I think it's... Uh, Appreciate that shout out, Gabriel, you know, trying to, to get our community to continue to, to connect with one another. So um, something that I will always promote. Um, Matt, looks like you got your hand raised. What are some of the, the thoughts you have here? So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, you know, had a few first timers uh, in the group, which was really, really fun. Um, awesome. You know, thanks to Julie for bringing up a point about engagement. You know, we definitely discussed that. Uh, particularly where uh, sales is selling something to a customer and the customer doesn't realize what it is and then gets handed off to customer success and then trying to bring value to your customer. Uh, but the unique challenge was in my group uh, to have uh, had Jessica, Connor, Alex, and Kate, uh, a couple of us bringing up that, you know, they're still in that bit of a startup culture and, you know, to find value. But also in this particular year, they're in a startup culture where the business really wasn't ready for 2020 and you know they took a big hit so you know now it's going forward do we you know grow out of that sort of culture or are we kind of stuck there and i said you know something i've seen a lot of people who are there but you're maintaining that learning mentality that growth mentality and going into 2021 you know it's seeing that opportunity um to continue to grow and you know obviously welcoming them into this community as gabe just brought up um and seeing you know, especially my experience throughout the year and learning from all of you and everyone else in the grand success community. And, you know, everybody coming together and sharing all different ways to approach customers and to grow out of things. Um, also, last point that was brought up, Myrtle, I see your hand is raised, so you will be a perfect follow-up for me. Uh, so I'm bringing up segmentation, uh, who is going, you know, dealing with a couple hundred customers on their own and really how to branch that out for uh, most effective reach out. So ultimately, as Gabe said, thank you all for all of this. It's all been wonderful. And my group will thank you as well. Hopefully enjoy it as I have. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone can relate with the fact of uh, doing more with less uh, as we go forward, right? Trying to find ways that we scale, trying to find ways that, uh, you know, potentially if we've ended up losing teammates this year and 
um, you know, having to downsize parts of our organization, you know, we're always trying to think about ways that we can try and do that more efficiently or effectively. So uh, I think that's something that we all can relate to for sure. Uh, and I love the the point you brought up about segmentation. It's something that we're, I keep saying we're doing it a lot. Uh, we're doing a lot of things at Higher Logic right now, but we are also going through, we just resegmented our customer, uh, our customer base. And then now we're trying to help our CSMs think about is just how do they want to segment kind of on a sub-segment level, right? As they look at their own book of business, like what are ways that they can be doing that? Um, so I think that's a, a great point you bring up, Matt, and uh, hopefully some stuff that uh, Bertil will mention in his uh, segmentation exercise tomorrow. But uh, Bertil, what do you have uh, to share today? So I was on a, an exciting group with Simon, Laurie, and Ashley, and we did mention about um, pivoting industry, um, getting into the customer success space, trying to understand. We see more and more the uh, the, um, the 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 line between customer success and sales is being a bit blurry. But uh, and if you don't mind me, Simon, saying that on your behalf, Simon brought a really interesting point about how do you measure the impact and the success of your client who is actually implementing your service into his or her own product. How do you, uh, how do you measure the, how, what type of metrics are available to measure the success and to understand one, making sure that this client is leveraging your product properly because it's your brand. It's, you know, it's your blueprint. So you want it to reflects well on your client's platform, but how do you measure this, uh, um, their own success? Um, so I thought that was a very interesting point. Thanks, Simon, for sharing that with us. Yeah, thanks for all the yeah. guidance on it. I learned a lot. Anything you want to share with the group, Simon, that you feel like you were able to take away or anything that you feel like is something you're going to go research more or think about just as you go try and, and look at that kind of challenge that you've got ahead of you of, of trying to find some of those leading indicators that are going to help I think one of the interesting things that came up with, with not just me, but there are others in the group that have the same situation or very similar situation is the training aspect of it and how involved we get in training versus the reseller or the, the client training their clients on it and engaging with the user directly. What's the level of involvement and um, how do we really communicate between the two different teams that are on it? Because, you know, on the one hand, it's our product that is going to suffer in reputation if we don't do this right. But on the other hand, the reseller is also has a large hand in that experience for their clients. So it's a really interesting thing. I'm not sure we came to a decision about how to approach it, but at least it's getting the ideas flowing. Yeah. And it's something, um, man, I'm going to sound like a broken record. It's something that we experience at higher logic too. So we have a, a B2B to C model, uh, so to speak, right. Where we have, we have a community platform that we're selling to uh, our customer, but then the customer has to enable their members, you know, inside of that community. And so um, how are we making it easy for our customers to enable their members in the community actually is a very big indicator for us, whether or not they're going to have success, whether they're going to see value out of the platform. And so uh, we're starting to make some uh, significant strides, I guess, of making that jump and that leap and that understanding. And so I think it's a, a great uh, point you bring up and something that, uh, again, I think a lot of the co organizations that we work with and that are part of this community is, you know, we tend to see that more often than you think is that we kind of have a B2B2C model. And if we're not enabling the end users on the platform, then ultimately like we're going to suffer. And so, uh, but then at the same time, you're, you're always asking this question, right? Like what's the customer, what's your customer's responsibility to training those end users versus like what your responsibility is. 
Um, and you know, where can you, where can you actually impact and add time? Where can you actually go, um, you know, put the right documentation or, or get something in product for those end users to be able to use it successfully. So, um, so yeah, I think there's a ton that probably comes after this as you start thinking about more. And, and again, thinking about the lead, leading metrics, how can you get all the way down to that user level to understand if they're getting value out of it? Cause ultimately that's where, uh, your customer is going to see value as well. So, um, awesome. Well, I know sounds like a ton of good conversations. Um, we've got, I think four sessions left in the year. I actually may, might be three now. I might've just lied. Um, def next week is definitely Thanksgiving. Uh, and then we've got Christmas and new year's. And I think there's only three weeks in between there. So, um, got about three weeks left this year. We're going to kind of keep the same format next year. We're certainly going to start changing up the format like we have, um, and start just introducing new things that you guys don't get stale. Uh, I'm, imagine, We've been doing this format now for the last like four or five weeks. So it's going to start to feel stale here pretty soon. But um, as always, if you want to join me up here and facilitate a session, um, it's really not that scary. Reach out to me, shoot me an email. Uh, if you want to come up here and just kind of talk and shoot the shit with a few people uh, as you go, you know, talk about these topics. Uh, I say I'm trying to make this sound way less scary uh, maybe than I did last week. And so I get more people who want to do this. Um but I enjoy this all the time. I appreciate everyone sharing. Um, if you do, if you have things, that, I'm going to go try and post these questions into the community. I think Matt, you did a good job last time of posting the uh, the one back into the community about what would you want to automate from your job and got a ton of good discussion. So um, I'll try and go drop these two questions just about what you're focused on now and some of the topics we've talked about in terms of education and training. I think there's some good discussion that can happen in there. Um, so we'll try and lead you back into the community and see what we can talk about. Um, there is that poll on the homepage. So if you're interested, just go ahead and, you know, smash down the yes or no button, trying to figure out if we should spin up a jobs community to help connect people uh, who have open opportunities. Like I mentioned, we're going to do that um, event in the first week of December, kind of December 5th to December 8th, somewhere around there. Uh, so more details should come out this week. Uh, otherwise, I'm way behind the eight ball. So uh, we're going to be doing that, but 15 or 20 minute slots for hiring managers. And they're going to be presenting to any job seekers, anybody wants to come listen, the hiring manager is there to basically talk about the roles they have open um, and try and just generate some buzz for, for their job openings and uh, basically make it enticing why you'd want to go work there. So I'm um, going to try and get a number of folks to join us for that. We're going to have some partners hopefully come to play as well. So uh, more to come this week. Don't forget uh, Bertle's session tomorrow with segmentation. We have CS Leadership Office Hours on Thursday with a guest speaker. And then the customer conference is going on as well. Um, so ton of good stuff right before the holiday season. Thank you guys all for joining and we'll see you uh, not next week. So have a great holiday week. If you get to enjoy, enjoy some time off. And um, if Thanksgiving is your thing, hopefully you enjoy some, you know, turkey and some other, you know, traditions that you have in your family. And uh, we'll see you all again here soon. Get on the game, grow, retain, go fill out your wish list for your automation wish. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to the Gain, Grow, Retain podcast. If you liked what you heard, please take a moment and share the podcast with your friends and colleagues and subscribe. We really appreciate it. Talk to you soon.